Wintry Weather by the Reverend W. Mechanicky. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. All the forenoon the snow has been falling fast. It is hard to realize the sudden change. Three days ago the sun shone brightly and the air felt balmy as a warm september day but it was unnaturally mild for november and at last our country weather prophets are rejoicing in the fulfilment of their often repeated forebodings bright warm weather with a lovely afterglow and wonderful pearly lights one day sunshine chilled by a cutting wind on the next and the following morning a deep fall of snow for three days snow has fallen heavily and a strong gale from the north has filled every hollow with driving storm what a strange fascination an everlasting novelty there is in falling snowflakes they appeal to a side of us that is common to youth and age the years fall away as we watch them and we are children again finding the same wonder the same mystery the same charm in their ceaseless fall the grey and evil days of life are forgotten and a feeling of childlike tenderness and innocence an innocence of purer hope and aspiration rises in the heart before the spotless snow the very abandon of youth returns you are old in years older perhaps in experience and yet you want to shout for very joy as yesterday the child in you did it to catch the undulating feathery flakes to press once again the untrodden snow pillowing yourself as on a bed of down from the shelter of the covered doorway it is a delight to look out upon the snowflakes falling so ceaselessly and silently not quite silently a soft muffled sound comes from their incessant fall a sound as of distant footsteps on the snow some flakes are large and feathery irregularly branched snow masses others circular and star-like others again tiny granules of snow one comes straight and fast to the white ground another lingers in the air descending with a swaying flickering motion another circles as it falls far as the eye can penetrate the snow-laden atmosphere are innumerable snowflakes they suggest infinite number more than anything in nature more than the sand or the stars or the raindrops themselves the distinctness with which each snowflake impresses its individuality on the wintry air increases the sense of their number higher up they appear to move parallel to the earth struggling to pass into space by the rapidity of their flight lower the snow meteors come straighter down under the irresistible power of gravity the upper snowflakes cross the sky like great flights of snowbirds a sudden gust moans among the leafless trees and the shower has become a mad whirl of falling flakes it is not a steady downfall the shower has its pauses and swells 
its ebbs and flows like the heart of man or the heart of the ocean listen and you can almost hear the deep pulsations of the storm as if somewhere overhead there were a great engine throbbing and panting and pausing to throb and pant again now the snowflakes fall in thick cloud drifts now the air is opener then another cloud drift of madly whirling flakes some rooks are flying low in front of the manse ghostly birds in the storm their harsh croak as they pass makes them more ghostly still a few larks cross the house twittering from the fields the cold chirp chirp of a redbreast in the bushes is the only other living sound the birds come in stormy weather to the garden under the study window to be fed there the soft snow is beaten firm by their tiny feet the feast that man's charity provides for them in the day of their distress is amply repaid they bring with them memories of june flowers and green meadows they are promises of brighter and more tuneful days to come when roads and pathways are bedded deep in snow the heart finds in them a link with the outside world of life by giving it expression the birds in a measure satisfy the soul's thirst for more life that strange deep craving which sometimes in the quiet country becomes an uncontrollable passion seeking instinctively the rush of the busy street and making the noise of the never-ending crowd as grateful as the glad murmur of the river of life what a motley crowd of pensioners there are blackbirds starlings sparrows redbreasts and many more they afford interesting studies of bird character though one is sorry to confess it at its worst rather than its best under the stress and pinch of hunger the struggle for existence growing intenser with the increasing cold has dulled their finer sensibilities and selfishness for the moment reigns supreme one orange-billed blackbird is a perfect tyrant he comes with a rush and scatters the crowd of smaller birds the redbreast and hedge sparrow bully their own kind house sparrows search for large pieces of bread and then fly hastily away with them to a sheltered spot one or two thrushes come sometimes but they keep on the skirts of the crowd and are always on the alert for danger through their shy nature they suffer more from severe weather than the hardier blackbird and numbers die in summer when he is absorbed in his song the thrush is very tame you can almost touch one on a branch above the drive then but through the colder days of winter he is the shyest of birds there are tit visitors too a race by themselves quaint little creatures mountebanks of feathered life gypsies begging for their dole and then returning to their native woods rooks come in lengthened stormy weather watching a favourable opportunity from the taller trees so though more rarely do common gulls these keep circling in the air and dive from time to time for a likely piece of food another wanderer from the sea a much rarer bird the little auk was found one morning after a heavy gale dead on the snow by a garden path more hens find their way up from the stream and seek shelter in the laurel bushes 
their long heavy dragging footmarks are easily recognizable in the snow early of a morning a covey of partridges with fluffy feathers sit by the yew hedge and pheasants wander about the grounds birds suffer most from a sudden march storm their vital energy their power of resisting cold seems almost exhausted by earlier storms and large numbers of them perish in an inclement march then the lapwings gather from the uplands to the field by the stream the rushy tufts are a shelter from the driving snow and there are always some moist parts in the field or by the ditch side where they can search for food all day long and most of the night they scream their doleful notes peat peat these sound continually in the intervals of the storm a few years ago after a heavy fall of snow with intense cold in early march reports of the destruction of birds came from every part of the country in the rushy field alone two redwings and several lapwings were found dead and in the fields further down the stream were a good few more very few thrushes survived the summer after their favourite haunts were almost silent the difference was very marked for these cold wintry march days the ear missed the thrush minstrelsy from the chorus of the spring the volume of birdsong was a world poorer without its leading voices the manse redbreasts escape the intense cold of winter by seeking the shelter of the house two came at the beginning of one long continued storm and stayed right through it one of them did not leave until spring had well come he got quite fearless of the inmates pecking crumbs wherever he found them on sunny days he sat on the banisters of the staircase and sang brightly if by any chance he found himself outside he watched for the first opportunity of returning to his warmer indoor quarters but at last the nesting season sent this petted favourite out to rejoin his neglected mate and to build with her their cosy nest among the ivy leaves hares come very near to the manse in the winter moonlight when the door is opened the scurry of their feet is heard from the frosty snow we are lingering a little longer out of doors to-night well clad for the cold is very keen the clock of a neighbouring village church is striking ten every stroke is quite distinct as it travels through the frosty air across the rising ground comes a deep unceasing sound it is the beating of the surf on the distant shore how peaceful the scene is how wintry and yet how beautiful the yew hedge is almost hidden under its snowy curtain the evergreens bend beneath great snow masses every tree twig overhead is outlined in new fallen snow beneath the field is one wide sheet of dazzling whiteness the feathery army has ceased to fall its work is done the snowy locust hosts have covered the land and devoured every green thing above the sky is blue with a delicate tracery of cirrus clouds rivalling the whiteness of the snow itself the full moon is overhead showering her radiant beams on everything the stars about her shine faintly in the excess of light we cannot go indoors even yet 
not until we have walked to the stream over the crisping snow the water flows a long line of silvery radiance under the transfiguring rays every rapid every ripple gleams in the brilliant moonlight the murmur of the stream is louder than by day it is the requiem of the sheeted earth one treads softly as in some chamber of death the very crisp crisp of the foot is a desecration of nature's sacred calm before the advancing footsteps there seems a halo over the snow out of which flash living diamond gems just one moment more it is so hard to leave it all the beauty and the silence that has found a voice for it deep is calling unto deep the spiritual in man to the spiritual in nature this is one of life's supreme moments great thoughts tremble on the verge of consciousness the mind cannot think them but the heart feels them and some day they may incarnate themselves in thought end of wintry weather by the reverend w mechanicky